Welcome back, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yes, we are in the throes of what they call the holiday season, uh, with mere days before Thanksgiving as we're recording this. Or two, I believe. So we are uh, we are thankful little boys, this this podcast. Yeah. I, I am thankful. I'm thankful for this format. What? Oh, the... the just the shit that we could just sit down here and... Talk shit on stuff we like and record it and <laughs> or you know say good things. Turn it well, yeah, but it's more fun to talk shit. Turn it into a bunch of ones and zeros and then magically send it in the air to you. Uh, and of course, little Schmuffin is here. But uh, when I when we got here to the, she's kind of hanging out in the basement where we record until uh, studio studio where studio. we record. And um, as soon as I was down here with her, as soon as you got here, I let her out. And she went and got stuck under the bed, our bed again. And so I just got our, her. Our bed? Well, not mine and yours. Okay. Yeah. Enchantress and, and my, mine. How do you say that? Enchantresses and my bed would be the proper. Write it on. Get, a, get the blackboard. We'll write it out and we'll diagram it. So our bed. Uh, so I went up there and I got her out again. And I'm assuming she's stuck under there again. I found out how she gets under, under it, though. There's like a little opening. Between the headboard and the mattress, where she slides, I saw her go in. So once she gets in, though, she can't get back out. So she was stuck in there all morning. Let her out, and now I'm pretty sure she's stuck in there again. I can't wait to you find an entire like decapitated Fivel family underneath your bed, and she's <laughs> just storing up as gifts for you for the holidays. Right. They like to do that. Well, this is a new house, and they decimated the field probably to build these houses. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming we will have a few Fivels here. Yeah. Well, they had to make sure to smash all the fox and uh, you know other moderate predators. So yeah, it's going to be nothing but mice running around. Yeah. So that's Schmuffin's job is to take care of that. Just the smell alone would uh, should keep them away. Of Schmuffin. Yep. That's how that works. Yeah, that's why I don't have any around my house because I got all these ferals roaming all over the place. Right. So I don't have any of them in my garage or anything like that. Hmm, good to know. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, we're uh, we're thankful for uh, you know a lot of people don't like giving up the Halloween season. A lot of people we follow, a lot of friends of ours on on Instagram, don't uh, they're still posting the daily countdown to Halloween. We're like at three forty something. They, so once Hall- once November first hits, they start a countdown to next year's Halloween, and this this these upcoming holidays don't mean anything to them. But they're fun. These holidays are fun because. Uh, yeah, of a lot of reasons, and of which we're going to run run down what we're what we're thankful for, and it could be anything, but we're we're trying to stay on topic. Now, I could very easily like I'm supposed to like, oh, I am thankful for my family and my wife and daughter and my oh, you just, my health and like, pff, yeah, but that's boring, right? Sorry, honey. <laughs> um, not right, that you're boring, but so no are, one wants we, to hear me wax fantastic about. Are we disclaiming? That we are, th- that it's obvious of what we are thankful no, for. No, this is we are materialistic assholes talking about things that happened a long time ago, and so right. Well, that's what we do. We're materialistically clinging on to our memories. So it's like some Johnny Mnemonic shit right there. Yeah, uh, and it looks like you have a history clip. 
Yeah, yeah, because I don't get enough of this little asshole. Elmo would love to help. Denise, could you come here for a second? Wow, hapa hapa. You be the patient, and I'll be the doctor. Uh, oh, how's this? Don't worry, buddy. I'm going to take care of you. Elmo knows that together we can get through this. And scene. I get it now. Thank you. Okay, easy, buddy. What, she's your woman? What is Elmo? A seal? Did you just want to torture us all because you're constantly torturing? Yeah, yeah. Well, I fig- I was going to pull some sesame. I'm like, wait, he was on Scrubs. I'll use that one. I was I- also going to use a West Wing clip, too. But Can I make a comment on your appearance? Sure. Um, with two puffs of fair faucet hairspray, one in stamp, I think you could have the same look. You could achieve the same look as Steve from uh, Stranger Things. It's kind of uh, got a natural way. Is it really? Right it, this is just. Uh, yeah, I even so showered today somehow. Two, not three, two puffs. Two puffs of fair faucet. You tell anyone? Yeah. Um, so what? What happened with Elmo? She he, uh, it, happy, it premiered. Happy birthday! Oh, uh, yeah, November eighteenth, uh, eighty-five. Is that guy in prison yet, the guy? No, everything was dropped. Uh, there was either uh, statute limitations or charges were dropped or the f- initial guy even came out and was like, yeah, it wasn't true to begin with, but then there are others. So you don't know like the whole truth behind well, it. Well, we're in the midst of a big reveal I, well, season now. Like, like I like to think that you know Kevin Clash was definitely ahead of his time. Right. As far as uh, sexual misconduct. Well, no, I'm sure those other guys were all doing it at, during this time. We're just oh. in a season of, of, yeah. of uh, allegations right now. Um, so Kevin Clash is prime for a, a fresh allegation. But he's not in the limelight, really. So Yeah. How about Charlie Elmo. Rose going down? Did you see that That's coming? That's just creepy because he's gross. He's like why, a thousand. Why, did, why does it make it worse that he's old and gross? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. For me, it makes it worse that he's so boring. Yeah, like why not take some of that energy and put it on the air? And I am of, a fan of the, like the plain black backdrop. Still can't even do it. <laughs> he he's gone. Charlie Rose, George George Takei didn't surprise me. George Takei didn't surprise no. me. I I've heard him on Howard Stern. He's a pervert. That didn't uh, surprise me one bit. But some of the other ones are just are just mind boggling. I think Bill Cosby's just sitting back going f- pussies. Right. Yeah. Oh, you did this to one guy, George? <laughs> I, I've got... Uh, I, he might... Allegedly, Bill Cosby might be the biggest serial rapist of in, our time. In the history of, yeah, yeah, the history of this, maybe this country. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't know what went down prior to rape being illegal. That's true. I mean, it was always awful. Then at Raping one point, and, you're like, you know what? Let's, we should probably make a law and put yeah, it on the books about Bill this. Bill Cosby right might now. be the worst in this, uh, of our generation, let's say. Yeah, like there's Vlad the Impaler. Right. The raping and pillaging uh, was the thing you did. Genghis, all right, Genghis Khan. Uh, <coughs> yeah, and then Bill Cosby. Genghis Khan and Bill Cosby. Yeah. He's in good company. Yeah. Uh, and Master Splinter and Baby Sinclair. It's Kevin Clash. It's also the voice of Master Splinter. And Baby Sinclair. If oh, you yeah, I could tell. see Baby Sinclair it's, is very... It's, it's, El- Elmo. It's, yeah. it's Elmo without the... Fr- it's like if Elmo was in a fire. Right, it's Elmo... That's what yeah. Baby Sinclair is. Yeah. You know, just horribly burned. But yeah, they just... And it just so happened... Elmo was around since like the 70s, like 72 when like Sesame Street started. I feel like he a, blew up in the 90s though, right? It was 96 when Tickle Me Elmo went crazy. No, but even before that, his he, character... Yeah, well, what happened was like 
it was just laying around and it was like an extra puppet and people would just mess around with it on like a break. And then and Kevin he, Clash found he, it. And he made it work. It the and character. then the writers apparently like he put so much energy into it. So it was like fun to write for him. So when you have a character that is fun to write for and more writers write for him. He gets more skits. He yeah. gets more skits. And it just naturally goes that way. It, I don't think there was like a real legit like, okay, here's this character. Let's push him. It just happened. Got the old moon yeah. push, yeah. Vince McMahon style. Mm. All right, well, uh, we're going to touch on that a little later. Yeah, that's um, my entire do, fucking I think life. you start this this week. Ooh, my turn? Yeah, wow. so. Let's. Uh, we're hmm. like, we're going to get, we're going to be thankful right off the bat. What's the first thing you are thankful for? If they want the nickel and dime stuff, I'll tell you one thing we can do. What's that, sir? This time of the year, there should be a hotline you can call with questions about cooking turkeys, a special 800 number where the phones are staffed by experts. There is. What do you mean? The Butterball Hotline. Butterball has a hotline? Yeah. It's an 800 number. The phones are staffed by experts. Are you kidding me? No. God, I'm sorry. I love my country. Charlie, get me the number for the Butterball Hotline. Yes, sir. Uh, So I'm getting my scrubs in. I'm getting my West Wing in. These are things I'm thankful uh, for. That's what that clip was. Yeah. I never watched West Wing. Oh, you I watched a few it's episodes fantastic. with Enchantress, and I did enjoy it because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's political. It's Aaron Sorkin. It's what's it's not to like. Rather, it's rather intelligent. This whole, like, four-minute sequence then of him calling the Butterball hotline and pretending not to be the president of the United States and just bumbling through it because he's not the smartest guy in the room, even though he likes to think he is. Mm. Mm. But, yeah, Butterball turkey talk line. What, do you, do you, you have a little history? Li- no, of course not. Oh, okay. I don't need help from an idiot on the other side of a phone. Idiot. They are experts, Ryan. <laughs> they are experts that every year... Have are, they outsourced this to India yet? No. Uh, uh, Illinois. No. Oh. No. Yeah. They actually in, just started hiring men, apparently, because now that they realize men cook that they have men on the line as well so that it's not as uncomfortable like a man would rather talk to a man, I guess. So it's kind of positive sexism, hmm. I guess. And they also have like a whole web presence and they uh, do text now too for like the last couple of years. Cause right, well, there's my question. Why would you call a Butterball hotline when there's the internet? The internet. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Well, it started back in 81 and they got like 11,000 calls or something like that, which I mean, right off the bat. Do you have to? Do you have to like prove you have a butterball turkey? No, no, no. That's the brilliance of this. Like they branded turkey. You know, like you could buy a Purdue or a giant or. But people would start looking for a butterball because of the line. We made it kind of famous. You 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 call yeah you call the butterball line and you just associate Thanksgiving turkey with butterball. You know, so it's good marketing. Not dandel. Yeah. I don't know. They don't they actually like brand their turkeys. They just like sell them off. And no, there's Chandler brand. Okay, I never yeah. bought one. I yeah. just get the store brand shit. Um, but yeah, and now they have like there's like 50 operators, um, and they like just man these phone lines for, uh, I guess starting like early no through November, and it's like, uh, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Central Time, which for the rest of the 98% of Americans that actually matter. I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, but yeah, they by like Thanksgiving Day, they get like 10,000 calls on Thanksgiving Do they run Day up alone. through Christmas? or No, I think, I think after Thanksgiving, then they, I think they cut it off. 
Because people do make turkey on yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I guess you can, at this point, use the internet. I think it's more of a comfort thing. Hmm. Um, I, just, I need to call the yeah, butterball there was, a, there was a story of, like, an old guy, his wife had died, and he's a, a, a widower, and she always did the turkey, and he wanted to prove to his family he could do it. Do you think this is a real story, or they just made this uh, up? They probably just made, they probably have a writer coming up with all these sweet <laughs> stories. They're like, we stayed on Sorkin. the line 45 minutes. For the, that's what he does. On He's going to need a wireless cell phone, because the... The cook's going to need to walk while he talks to the Butterball <laughs> hotline. Can we get a split screen of two box so that the, the hotline expert is also walking? And we'll put it next to each other. This is real life, Sarkin. We're not filming this. Let's shut up and write our stories. Sorry. That's all right. I'm happy with that. Anytime we can get a good walk and talk. I feel like Michael Bean is having a dream and waking up in a Terminator film right now. Yeah. Yeah, there's but some construction going on. It's hot in here. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's why that window's open in November. I like it. Yeah, I'm a big boy. I need to breathe. No. Oh. Yeah, well, I opened the window just to get a little air going yeah. down here because it is nice out. It's fantastic. In this November weather. Um, my, my favorite, and you, you hear all these goofy stories people call, and, you know, it's like, I found, like, a 40-year-old turkey in my freezer. Can I still cook it? Did I'm your sure. mom? Yeah, well, probably not. No, Did your mom ever idea. call the butterball hotline? I doubt it. They, I th- I well, have they have these things. They 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 had a thing that I was reading, and they call it the closet calls. And there are these people that would call, but like you could hear them whispering, and they're like in another room because they're embarrassed to call. Sure. Um, my favorite was the, there was a story where a woman called saying that this her turkey didn't have any breast meat, and like the breast meat had just like disappeared. Like uh, it's upside down, ma'am. She mm. just had to flip the turkey over, and there was your breast meat. Hmm. Occam's razor. I like the simple things in life. Yeah. So, history-wise, I don't. I'm trying to think if my mom. I doubt my mom ever called the Butterball Hotline. I was watching the fucking parade or cartoons mm-hmm. or something. I wasn't. You weren't paying attention. attention to that. No. No. You didn't realize how much work actually. Went well, into Thanksgiving and then you a lot of the time uh, building up, we'd go to my uncle's house. So we'd just wake up and, and it'd be like a fuck around day until mm-hmm. we got had to get dressed, you know, nice and go to my uncle's house. But you know, when my mom started cooking for my grandparents, her and my grandmother were working in the kitchen, and again, we just weren't paying any attention. We were waiting for you know, mm-hmm. for food. Do people still dress up nice for Thanksgiving and stuff? I feel like as a kid, I was much more. Well dressed, like like a khakis and a sweater. Oh yeah, I'm shit. a slob now. We wear yeah, not, we wear like, junk every th- day. What though. I'm wearing right now, I'm wearing yeah. the. It's like you all know me. I'm not trying to impress you. You're gonna put a couple puffs of that Farrah Fawcett hairspray though on your hair, right? I might. I'm everyone. Oh wow, look at your hair. Oh look, you're growing a beard. No, I'm just lazy yeah, and right. I don't know where my razor blades are. So yeah. it's just, I'm not. I'm not gonna get the big raise i'm not gonna get a corner office and right now it's actually kind of nice because it keeps me warm out there in the in i the do wind. have a cor- i have a corner office oh yeah i think that only counts like when you have windows on both sides or it's i technically have windows on both i have two windows mm-hmm. but i, I don't they're, want any they're more they're more like those like uh slits in a prison like slits, or i was gonna think like a castle like an archer oh with yeah fire from, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, wait, wait, you know, when you're working in television, you don't really want windows. Impre- yeah. I'm surprised that whole building isn't blacked out. It should be. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not all made of glass. <laughs> yeah, that would make more sense with us. All right, uh, here's my first. 
Twas a bit before Christmas and all through the house, nothing was stirring, not even a... I ran to the kitchen, what could it be? Christmas crunch from the cabin to me! This crunch is special to make breakfast merry. It's loaded with yummy red and green crunch berries. Very sweet, delicious. But it's only here till Christmas. Christmas Crunch is a merry part of this balanced breakfast. Now Captain Crunch has every kid on his Christmas list. Wow. One secret present on each box of Christmas Crunch from the cabin to you. Merry Christmas. Christmas, holiday, well not not just, I'm sorry, let's, let's not just say Christmas. Holiday themed junk food. Okay. Because a lot of people are, and you know, I'm not religious. I don't give a shit about the, what is it, the keep Christ in Christmas. If that's your thing, that's fine, but it's not my thing. To be fair, it's a pagan holiday that they hijacked. We know what it okay. is, right? But, you know, some of our listeners might think, might be, might believe in... not saying there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, there's it was nothing just, wrong It was a it. necessity to control right, what, what the I'm, Roman Empire and... Sorry. Right. What I'm saying is, though, that the word Christmas doesn't bother me. Uh, nah, I don't No, I don't. You know, believe, or Hanukkah. You, you, you like the, the commercialism in it. I love the commercialism <laughs> in it. I think it's, you know, because we get cool products like uh, holiday-themed junk food, which is my what I am thankful for. My first thing I am thankful for is holiday-themed junk food, including uh, Christmas Crunch, which is the lone, like the lone wolf, that one outlier that refuses to change to holiday or winter crunch. It's, it's Christmas Crunch. And they've got, they've they changed the box last year, finally. Um, that for a lot of years it was like this red shiny box with Captain and presents on the front. Mm-hmm. This last year they changed it to Captain kind of being like um, uh, bumbling full. He's got lights all over the place, and it's a really fun box. Um, so you went like all Clark Griswold? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's you know Christmas Crunch is the same that it's always been though red and green cr- special Crunch berries with Captain Crunch, and it's. You know, it's delicious. But there's other things like this year. I'm going to post full reviews because I bought all of these. Uh, uh, there's a, a hot, and I've talked about this. There's a winter. General Mills always puts out at least two holiday themed cereals. And last year we had this weird uh, Captain Crunch variant, which is like a Cinnamon Stars Crunch. And I don't believe it was that good. I forget what the other one. But the, two years ago, there was a, a Chris Holiday Sprinkles Cookie Crisp. And a sugar cookie crunch, uh, cinnamon toast crunch, or uh, sugar toast crunch. Sugar. I don't, I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was it was delicious. Very sugary. This year. Well, the name implies sugar. Yeah. It's- this year, General Mills took it up a notch, where we have a special Christmas-themed Cheerios. So it's a cinnamon vanilla oat piece with uh, vanilla uh, winter-themed. Marshmallows. Now, Lucky Charms has done this in the past. Holiday-themed Christmas Lucky Charm Marbits, you know, mm-hmm. little dehydrated marshmallows. And then there's a first. Cocoa Puffs has a winter version. It's called Hot Cocoa Cocoa Puffs, which I think is just Cocoa Puffs with marshmallows in it. Mm. But uh, delicious nonetheless. Of course, you know, there's always the special themed Ritz. There's the chocolate covered Ritz. There's always the holiday Oreos. There's the mint, everything. They have mint, uh, peppermint Twinkies this year, which are, are redder than the blood spilt from the enemies of squeezer. <laughs> they're very red, but they're, they're good. I tried one. It's a regular red Twinkie and it's peppermint flavor. And I'm sure it's a natural, naturally occurring red. Oh no, you bite into it. You get a head against it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can't get that red, that that deep it red. It doesn't color. exist in yeah, nature. It doesn't exist in nature. 
Uh, there's um, Lance, you know, the cracker maker. Oh, yeah. They got on the game this Lance. year. Lance. For their uh, their Nikot cookies, you know, Neket, N-E-K-O-T. Yeah. Yeah. They have a special, like, holiday red cream cookie and a gingerbread cream cookie in those packs. So they're, they're in on the, the holiday Do they junk. taste any different? Just I, I haven't tried those yet. that food coloring in. Yeah, probably food mm-hmm. coloring. So there's a lot. Like, I always love, I love the Halloween-themed junk food. It starts... It starts in like an uh, early August almost. The monster cereals kind of kick it off. Mm-hmm. I, actually, you see those spiced wafer cookies show up in the, in the. In see, I like those. Yeah, those they're, are they're good. They come in the orange box. Yeah, yeah, those. Are but good. those only come out during the Halloween season. Huh. But the Halloween season starts like July thirty first because that's when those kind of start showing up in stores. You get your monster cereals. You get your Kellogg variants. I reviewed them all. Go to radyears.com. <laughs> check out my review. Your I hate every cereal. Yeah. I have it's uh, like a comic book collection, right? For you. Yeah, I have uh, the all the all the holiday cereals to review and some ho- uh, Hollywood junk. M and M's put out a special flavor. They usually do Halloween. They did a a peanut burr like cold brittle brittle, mm-hmm. and they're pretty good. They're not bad. Uh, so I'll have all those reviews up on radiers.com this week because I'll do that during you know the time the few hours I have off during Thanksgiving holiday. And then, uh, you know, now other holidays are getting in on the game. Like, there's Valentine variant foods, Valentine's Day. I, I just, you have those little chalky hearts. That's all you need. Yeah, but, you know, it's fun to see all what's out there. And that stuff's going to go up on December 26th, maybe even uh. sooner. Uh, so the Valentine's Day stuff starts going up. So M&M's always puts out, like, a couple variants. And they, they're per store. Like tar- some are Target exclusive, some are Walmart exclusive. Do people give enough of a shit like about Valentine's Day to start planning two months out in advance? Well, you know, uh, uh, people just start buying it and eating it, All right. and not just for Valentine's Day. So, and then of course, before that's down, Easter. Like I don't care. Like the cri- like Christmas sales are coming out like today. I got to stop at the brewery and Christmas them sales up. have been out. Well, my brewery, they just, they released theirs um, today. So I got to go. They also have a... Their Sly hot, Fox? Yeah. And their hot project just came out yesterday, which I have to go and get us, at least get a six pack of and try it before. But, you know, um, I don't complain about that, I guess. No, I, I love, I love the Christmas beers that come yeah. out. Like, that's another thing. Like, as soon as, like, the Oktoberfest and the, mm-hmm. the pumpkin beers sell out, you get the Christmas ales and the special holiday brews. And then, um, you know, it's like the second week of January and spring beers start coming yeah. out. Like the box and, uh, you know, the spring ales. But... Um, I prefer my fall beers, but fall I'm wasn't... A, fall didn't happen this year, so... Fall didn't. Um, you know, I'm a summer beer fan. Yeah. Oh, yes. Summer here, summer there. Okay. <laughs> that didn't work. So, yeah. <sighs> other, other holidays, Easter. Easter got its own uh, cereal this year. Uh, Reese's Puffs put out a Bunnies. You know, because Reese's is, you know... Easter basket they put out so so other holidays you get Fourth of July starting to get in on it you see some cereal variants for the Fourth of July so there's other holidays that to keep you year round so after Easter I guess you start seeing summer stuff and um, you know patio furniture once the patio furniture and the grills start going out that's I guess the start of the summer season mm-hmm. but it's still bitter but, cold yeah. oh and there's also of course St Patrick's Day Lucky Charms does oh, a special St Patrick's Day. So I, I love the holiday themed junk food. I think it's one of the. Of course you do. It's one of the greatest ways to tick off the, the days before the seasons, and it's a good way to kick off. It is truly an American 
an American thing. Oh, yeah. And that's why we're, you know, we didn't need to get great again. We've always been great. You know, Christmas Crunch has been around since the 80s, so fuck it. Uh, that's my first thing I'm thankful for. Let's, uh, what, what are you thankful for next, Squeeze? Finally, we shall bid goodbye to England and its drunken, decadent sinners. Uh, out of my way, you God-fearing buckleheads! Uh, God-fearing buckleheads. Yeah, that was the Pilgrims. Uh, they was, left England to practice their own stricter, more yes. Puritan religion. They were a bunch of... Uh, Puritans. Puritans, yeah. I, I was going to try to be more offensive, just, you know. But the, the thing, though, is like, we remember the outfits that yeah. you make in school, the car, the construction. You have black paper, construction paper, black white stripe, yep. and yellow buckle. And with the buckle. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that's not a real thing. That's not what they wore. They would wear black on like Sundays for church because that's what you have to do you just have to i guess life already wasn't hard enough when 50 percent of your children die in childbirth and you starve to death on a regular basis but you had to just suffer even more for your god um but yeah most of the time though they were wearing like just whatever else anyone wore back there oh and by the way buckles yeah they didn't have buckles for like another hundred years yet so the whole buckle on the hat kind of thing buckle on the shoe it's uh, not really a, an efficient way. When, when you can't, like, plant food, you're not really concerned about buckling your hat, I think. Yeah, agreed. Did you have the little parade, the, <clears throat> the parade or play or whatever? Did I do, ever? and I have pictures from mine. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, uh, I just have to, like, figure out how to blur out everyone else. Because it's, you know, but maybe mm. fuck it, post it. I mean, it's so long ago, no one's going to know. Is there a... Statute of limitations on... I don't know. It's it's public photography. It's allowed to go up, oh, really. Okay. It's, 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 just it's only common, for protecting your family members. Yeah, just a common courtesy, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I'm trying to... Uh, my mom's looking around. Because like I said... You oh, know, I, I have them in my possession. See, they loved you, and they held on to their stuff. Like, well, this was my grandmother. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was, it was kind of... Not like, that my parents don't love me, but grandma really I mean, loves me. They only had so much room, you know, to keep everything. So these these... These pictures that were razor thin and, you know, six, four by six just took up way too much room once you started to compile them. So sure. you just shred them, you know. <laughs> uh, so what exactly are you thankful for here? Those little pilgrim outfits. Oh, the ones, you, the construction yeah, the, the, paper the ones. the ones you make yourself. Those uh, are the best. And, and the glue that you made with them, because that shit's delicious. <laughs> the thicker stuff. Not the rubber. Don't eat rubber cement, kids. It's not good for you. But no, no. The that, Elmer's White. The Elmer's White. Um, and not not the balsa, but the paste that you have to like apply with a stick. Yeah, because that's, that's the good one stuff. One for the paper, one yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's nothing. It, it, it was completely digestible. Most what of it was vegetable based. What would you pair that based. with? Um, well, I guess I would treat it like a brie. So cranberries and pecans. Yeah, I could. With a nice see. white but, wine. Uh, no, I, it's so strong. You have to go with a red. I would almost go with like a pinot noir. Um, <laughs> And maybe, I don't know, pecans, if you do pecans or, like, walnuts, because it, it is a very, like, pungent, um, gluey-like taste, uh, I, I would definitely have, you have to season them, like, some cinnamon or something, a little, yeah, cinnamon. Okay. Pair, cinnamon nuts paired with your, um, it, with your For anyone paste. looking for uh, something to bring to the Thanksgiving Day table, get yourself a bottle of thick Elmer's glue, 
and uh, start start oh, well, uh, we do seasoning. Cr- no, is it Christmas at my family? Because my my step family they're all Polish, so it's tradition they do the um, herring in like a uh, jar, and they're just pickled uh, herring. Pickled, yeah. Oh God, and it's like a cream. No, like here, try it. It's good. I'm like, n- no. No. Get away here, from me with that. You, you're the same person. Like, you try five guys. No, that looks disgusting. That's not good for you. All right, then. We'll call it even. You eat, you eat your fucking fish glue, and I'm going to eat my... I'm going to buy a bag of Taco Bell meat on the black market. I'm sorry, meat product on the black market. You eat your, your pickled herring. Oh. So, Squeezer, remember when we were kids, that Thanksgiving night, and then later, the night before Thanksgiving tradition that was just ruined by modern... Uh, Vince McMahonism. Mm-hmm. I'm talking Survivor Series. On Thanksgiving night, it's feast or famine as WWF superstars united the teams of four and battle it out until only the strong survive. It's the Survivor Series, live only on pay-per-view. The immortal Hulk Hogan and his Hulkamaniacs try to drumstick it to the natural disasters. And the champion, the ultimate warrior, leads his warriors as they try to knock the stuffing out of the perfect team. The Survivor Series, it's guaranteed to be exciting. So, I mean, if, if you follow, and we've talked about Survivor Series mm-hmm. and our wrestling, because uh, when we put out the wrestling podcast, it was around this time last year. Yeah. The first wrestling one on Rad Years. Uh, We're overdue. But, yeah, if, if you follow what I like about wrestling, you'll learn that after WrestleMania six, I really got into it. <laughs> because we talked to SummerSlam 89, SummerSlam 90, mm-hmm. SummerSlam 91. Uh, WrestleMania seven, and this was right. This was after WrestleMania six and before WrestleMania seven. It's it was during the Hogan earthquake storyline. So even though Warrior had the belt, mm-hmm. <laughs> he still wasn't the main event. The main event was Hogan and his Hulkamaniacs versus the natural disasters led by Earthquake. Uh, and it was before Typhoon would join him. Uh, he was still known as Tugboat, and he was on the Hulkamaniacs with Boss Man and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. What a uh, team. Yeah. So uh, this, this Survivor Series is special uh, for more than just that reason. But it was the introduction, the first ever appearance of one of the greatest wrestlers in the history of wrestling, The Undertaker. He was on the Million Dollar Team. And it was also the introduction of The Gobbledygooker. Yeah, Gooker. Gooker. He was in a um, giant egg, and it was... It was uh, being teased the entire show. Something was going to happen. And the gobbledygooker popped out at the end with Mean Gene Okerlund. And uh, so Survivor Series, I, I know it was Sunday night and there was a survival match, but the way it used to be, it was all survival matches. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was back when wrestling was very cut and dry, good bad, good guys and bad guys. So the, uh, like five or so good guy teams would take on five or so bad guy teams. And if like you survive, if like three of your members survived, you know, once you got pinned, you were out. So it started mm-hmm. on four on four. And if you, one of your guys got pinned, it was three on four, then two on four, or then two on three. And then if, if the last guy on the other team's pinned, whoever's left goes on to a pool for the last match. So the last match is all the survivors on one side, the good guys versus all the survivors on the bad side. Do you remember that squeeze? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how that went. So, th- I, and that's how it should still go. I don't, I don't particularly follow wrestling these days, but... I think there were two official Survivor Series matches. Like and, it's, five five. and it happened this past Sunday, right? Uh, it's now the Sunday prior to Thanksgiving? I believe so. 
uh, and it used to be on Thanksgiving night, and then they moved it after this one to the night prior to Thanksgiving. That was always a fun treat because I always got to stay up because you had off Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. you had off the day after Thanksgiving. So no matter what, you got to stay up and watch this pay-per-view because on Sunday nights, your dad would have to record it and you, you know, watch it some other time. Oh, you weren't allowed to stay up. You had to... You it had, depends. You had your studies. They thought you were going to have a chance to make something of yeah, yourself. Really, I know. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm. I'm thankful for the old school Survivor Series, particularly Survivor Series 1990. Give it a look up. Um, if you're a fan of the weird ways they provide uh, prevent copyright protection on YouTube by shrinking it down and putting it in, oh. yeah. So you could find. I still find myself watching it though. Yeah, me too. You could, you could uh, find Survivor Series 1990 on YouTube and uh, different. Pro- the best part is is looking up the promos, like the four minute long clips of Hulk Hogan. Uh, cutting a promo or mm-hmm. macho man cutting a promo or warrior cutting a promo the guys just don't cut promos that way anymore you can't they don't do it right in my opinion uh so yeah moving on what uh, what next are you thankful for squeeze is the show starting are we starting the show over i think so what was that oh, uh, oh. let's get stick there yeah thanks ugh uh, I am thankful. And this is like one of those like, oh yeah, I'm thankful for my family. And blah, blah, blah. No, no. I am truly grateful to uh, Kazuhushiga Hashimoto. I think I just butchered that. I'm sure it was kind of racist. Uh, the Konami Code. Ah. Because if it weren't for that, uh, I don't want, I would never have beaten Contra. Sure. Uh and it did make the game just a little more enjoyable, even if you didn't beat it, because you could just get a little bit further just to see what the hell someone <clears> did down the road. I should have countered this with, I'm thankful for Game Genie. I was actually, it was on my list. I was, it was a toss-up between the two. I'm like, ah, we can get a lot more into Game Genie. I don't, I don't think I time. ever beat a game until Game Genie <laughs> came around. And my brother and I might have beat them as a team, uh, but I don't think we officially like, beat games on our own without mm-hmm. Game Genie. Well, yeah, and I also, Contra was, as a team... 30 lives each, so it's technically of 60. Because um, that's the thing. People like Konami Code, like, oh, it's infinite lives. No, you only get 30. Yeah. And that's still not a guarantee you're going to beat that damn no, game. No, that might get you to level three if you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> um, I watched a guy do a complete no-death run-through last night. It was How? The most, that can't happen. It's the most ama- no, it's amazing. It's the most amazing thing. On Nintendo I mean, or Arcade? On Nintendo, on NES. I mean, I we've worked with people... I've I, I've seen people save lives, like literally bring people back from the brink of death and return them to a state where their family can cherish and love them. This was more amazing <laughs> than that. Um, yeah, well, it's my, I would say more skilled. Yeah. Uh, I'd be bold to say more skilled. So originally, he used a code for um, uh, Gradius. Um, what happened was this guy was porting Gradius to console and he found it too hard to test it himself so he put this code in the game to give him I think it was like nine extra lives and that way he could just get through the game and make sure that his port was working properly he never took the code out and then in classic 80s style word spread like just word of mouth spread I don't know if like Right, I used to hear, like, that's how you said infinite lives. Like, the mm-hmm. rumors of what you actually got with the Konami code mm-hmm. was astronomical. Yeah, and, 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 and I thought it, it nine, changed. Nine, you know. 
And it changed from game, game to game. To game yeah. um, but it was never more famous than for Contra. Yeah, Contra was your big 30 lives. I also had um, uh, Life Force, which was a similar, like a sequel kind of sister game to uh, Gradius. Um, that would give you 30 lives as well. You can put it in uh, Ninja Turtles Arcade. Ninja Turtles 2 the Arcade, and I think it gave you nine lives. Um, Cat mode. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Genesis, there was a Castlevania game. Uh, how would you do it with button one, two, and three, though? I forgot how that... Uh, no, because it was B-A. Genesis? Yeah. It was one, buttons one, two, and A, B, and C? It was or A, B, and C. Oh, A, B, yeah. and C. Uh, trust me, I'm the kid with the Genesis. Okay? Oh, that's right, yeah. Mr. I have a Super Nintendo like everyone else. So, uh, um, quick interlude. You know we're having Blake Harris on on December 5th mm-hmm. to talk about his book, Console Wars. I'm rereading it, and uh, one of the, the things that the Sega, when they when they brought a Super Famicom in a year before the Super Nintendo was released, they put it on the table to look at it. They're like, oh, my God, this button has so many... This controller has so many fucking buttons. <laughs> like, there's four, we only have three, and there's two more on the top. And, and uh, when uh, the one guy who tested it all weekend came back and goes, uh-oh, he's like, we have a problem. And he's like, what, there's more buttons? He's like, no. It, the problem is for Nintendo. The game is slow. They're talking about Mario World. Oh, okay. Yeah, as opposed to their Sonic. The game was, is slow, because yeah. that's what it was all about. Just like how, It's like, yeah, it's slow. It, right. it's, well, we'll a, talk. It's, it's a work of art. You're... you're you don't want to rush through it. Yeah. You want to cherish that game. Right. So, yeah, that that's something we're going to... I am I can't wait to talk to him about all this. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. This As I'm reading this, I'm just highlighting parts, and I'm like, I got to ask about this. I got to ask about it. There's going to be a lot to talk about with Blake Harris. Uh, a lot of cool history. So, But, the, yeah, the Konami code. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. we're all, I think we're all could agree. Yeah, I think, I, I think it's one of those things that when you're around the table and you say if you say a prayer... Say one for the Konami code. Say one for the Konami code. So uh, I started off with like junk food. That's holiday theme. That kind of kicks the season off. And then I talked about the night prior to Thanksgiving, which was Survivor Series. Now I'm going to talk about the first thing you do when you wake up on Thanksgiving morning. Well, we have an item coming up, which is uh, a little bit scary, actually. But if you like spectacle and action, this entry was made for you. It's a wild-looking new float called Masters of the Universe and Princess of Power. Is that a good reading? I think so. And it's furnished by Mattel Toys. Now, let me explain this. The setting for this is on the planet Eternia, and at the front is Castle Skull, which, as I'm sure everyone knows, is the home of He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. We'll also be seeing his arch enemy, Skeletor, and standing on top of the Crystal Palace at the back, we'll see He-Man's sister, She-Ra. Let's watch the action. Could he be any more condescending reading that script? Yeah, Pat Sajak. Well, the great part was this was 85, the first year they debuted it. It came back the next year in 86 to coincide with the big movie coming out, and Dolph Lundgren, who plays He-Man, was there with them. <laughs> and he goes, the first thing, he, he introduces Dolph Lundgren to, to kind of like announce, like Mike Mittman style, the, the mm-hmm. float. And he, and he uh, the first thing Dolph Lundgren says to him is, where's Vana? <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have an accent. He's not, he's not Russian in, in real life. But he's like, where's Vanna? <laughs> and Pat Chase is like, she's not here. Like, very like, fuck you. <laughs> she couldn't make it, Dolph. So this float was massive. And whoever had the idea to do this had to be insane. And it's funny, I just, it just dawned on me. It probably had something to do with Tom Kalinske, who was the, the focus of 
the book, Council Wars, who would later on become the president of Sega of America. He was the CEO of Mattel at the time. And he was the guy who said, when, before He-Man was made, like, let's make his hair blonde. Uh, you know, he's one of those guys, like mm-hmm. a big idea guy. I'm sure he was behind this float somehow. But there's a book uh, of, of, that you can get about behind the scenes, like it's kind of like a making a Masters of the Universe behind the scenes book, like a, an encyclopedia, if you will. And they have all the blueprints for this float in it. And it was crazy. Like all the characters were there and full get. So they all had to be like, now, I don't know if it went down the street and they just did random things, but when they're on camera, they all had to hit their marks, like facing camera. Like, you know how hard this all is. Like, mm-hmm. It's hard on a Broadway show. Like to be the, on, a, on a moving float when like, you know. Motion sickness and camera guys are and it's windy and cold right and camera guys aren't good at being on their mark as far as handheld yeah. so you don't know where you're kind of looking for we could attest we, as you know we're not shitting on camera guys we know fuck them yeah. so this float I, I remember being the coolest thing and just being obsessed i was really young uh there was a lot of cool floats but i always liked the he-man one and then it went a few more years and then they didn't have it anymore and i was kind of I might have only went two or three more years. I know it won 86. I don't know about 87, but I remember being upset when it wasn't part of the Macy's Day Parade anymore. I mean, if they could have the fucking Noid uh, <laughs> in, in the parade every year, you know, and Woody fucking Woodpecker, is yeah. he ever going to lead the parade? I don't think so. Then why can't they just keep the He-Man float in? They should, we should just... We're going to start our own parade. Seven the, He-Man the, ra- the Rad Year's old... School awesome shit parade. Well, then we have to add the 1989 weird Joker appearance. Yeah. Yeah, we can get the... When when they were like, here's the fun thing for you to do at home. Figure out who is in the makeup. <laughs> like, you're totally ruining it for us. It's not yeah. Jack. We get that. But kind of like, don't ruin the fact that we can't pretend yeah, it's not pretend, Jack. Yeah. And it's still him. And that was when we were too young to really know that actors were actors and not yeah. the actual characters. Yeah. And he's on this weird elephant float. And he's singing this fucking song. Do you remember this float? No, no, I do not. Well, the whole we can have an entire section of the parade that is just the Joker Prince Parade. Like we just break down and go into character and in part of this oh, parade. Oh yeah. And by the way, we're gonna have this parade in in June, so it's not cold as shit. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Here's what I want to do. I'm gonna take these videos and post them. I mean, the original. The '86, the Dolph Lundgren one was, uh, I think, both in the in the in the Joker one were posted by uh, Matt on X, the original X Entertainment XE back in the day. Uh, the website no longer exists, but his videos, I think, are whatever. Basically, anytime because I know the tracking thing in the beginning of it. Anytime I see it on YouTube, post by someone else, I'm like, oh, that's just Matt. someone's reposting Matt's original ripped video. But yeah, X Entertainment. Uh, posted these and there and I'll, I'll try and re I'll post them on our site. I mean, if anyone else is doing it, we might as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could see them for yourself, but they're ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, so I, I can't watch the parade this year, not even football cause I'm working in the morning, but maybe mm-hmm. I'll, maybe I'll have my iPad with mm-hmm. sling box yeah. there. I'm actually, we're actually staying home for the first time in the morning before we go to my mom. So she wants to start a little tradition. She wants to watch the parade with the kid. And I think that's great. That's a great yeah, tradition. Yeah, it's great. Because yeah. then I could sit there and drink coffee. Yeah. Just down two pots and and start my day. May I have a nice, make a nice big... Yeah. No holiday beers in the morning? Not if, oh, I, gotta, drive. Not if I gotta drive all over the place. Yeah. Because you don't want to do that during the, during the day when they can see you. You gotta wait till night. <laughs> yeah, but the day moon's out. <laughs> it's uh, the sun. Or I'm as just, we call uh, it, the day moon. I, I enjoy watching um, people on TV 
that normally just read words off of a screen try to do natural banter <laughs> and it, I just I, I cherish the uncomfortableness of it. The, I take pleasure in it and, and watching Al Roker try to be chummy with everyone else that everyone just, you know everyone hates each other <laughs> and they're just crammed next to each other and have to pretend it's the holiday spirit. It, I, it just warms my heart watching, watching people be miserable together. <laughs> well speaking of warming your heart, what are you thankful for next? Look, Linus, he's not carrying any weapons. Welcome, Englishman. My name's Samoset. My people welcome you to our land. He speaks English. Welcome, Englishman. Welcome. And who might you be? Welcome. This isn't a bad idea at all. So the Native Americans not carrying any weapons, but the Englishman is, oh, and he will right. slaughter you as soon yeah. as you turn around. His weapon might not be <laughs> blunt an instrument. It is probably a uh, plague-infested blanket. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's the, that's the funny thing. The reason why the Pilgrims were where they were. And why they were able to have all that land cleared in advance, because the people that did clear in advance were wiped out by disease. Mm, true. So th- this is a clip from, uh, well, it's a Charlie Brown clip. I don't know if you could tell. Well, it's, he's talking to Linus. Yeah, he's talking to Linus. This is from, uh, well, there's the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special, but it was paired with uh, This is America, Charlie Brown, and the Mayflower Voyage. Oh, so that so wasn't a Charlie Brown's. Because no. I, I, all I remember about Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving is him making the shitty meal and poor Franklin having to sit by himself on the other side of the table because he's black. Yes. Um, well, yeah, in the Thanksgiving one, so what happened was they made this um, uh, miniseries that aired from like 80 to 89 that This Is America. It's like a history thing with Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. The Mayflower one, they paired with the Thanksgiving one. And that's the only uh, one that you would ever see on a regular basis. So they kind of cram them into an I hour. I probably barely remember If, if you it, are interested, uh, when are we posting this? Tomorrow. All right, tonight. The day before Thanksgiving. All right, tonight, 8 o'clock on ABC. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Night before Thanksgiving. But night before Thanksgiving on ABC. You could watch this at 8 o'clock. They're running both of them. Oh. So you Get can, your jelly beans, your yeah. popcorn, and your pretzels. Ah, and you, your, you watched it. What? And, and your buttered bread. It was, yeah, toast, buttered toast. toast and yep. Sundays, right? Yeah, they had uh, ice cream sundaes in front of them. Yep. Oh, um, oh did you think I'd never seen it? No. Like, oh. I just, uh, I mean, to me, it's vividly stuck in my head. Does that, that oh, why'd you say, oh, you watched favorite. it? I just assumed that maybe you needed a refresher or something. But no, you remember this? Yeah, I remember thing? the meal. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And, that, and was it, who's pissed? Uh, uh, Lucy's pissed at Charlie for fucking up the meal? Well, they all are, especially Peppermint Patty. Peppermint Patty, yeah. that's it. I mean, it, Oh, because, well, it, and then, yeah, Marcy, like, tears in her. It's like, dude, you invited yourself over. What the fuck? You know, and then so then Charlie Brown didn't realize after taking care of all his friends and them shitting on him because he is a little manic, depressant piece of garbage, he's realized he's, he's late to go to his grandmother's, so he calls and explains the situation, and then she invites all the little children of the corn in. Where are these kids' parents? Right. Why aren't they with their own families? Why, why does this Mordecai-looking broad have to have Charlie Brown make her Thanksgiving and they have to go to his grandmother and is there enough food? Fucking kids. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. Uh, but I don't see what the whole problem with the jelly beans were. And what, poor Franklin. Segregation. 
at its worst. It wasn't even equal. It wasn't even equal. Uh, but and yeah. they're in beach chairs, right? <clears throat> Those like cloth beach chairs. Yeah. But then the highlight of it is they all go there and then, because you think like Snoopy and Woodstock can't actually cook a meal, even though you know he can because he made those badass pizzas and yeah. stuff. And, um, but yeah, then they start and make their whole big Thanksgiving meal and get fat on food and like yeah. f- screw the kids. You think Woodstock would be pissed they're cooking a bird? Uh, yeah, is that, is it cannibalism? If, because you're not the same, same species. species. It would almost be like us eating <coughs> apes, I would guess. Yeah, which would be weird. Um, which, it's not good. There's a lot of different, like, diseases and shit that you can get, especially, like, my- microbial brain shit. Like, yeah. that's why you shouldn't be eating monkey brains. Like, it's no Cantonese cuisine as... Uh, or a favorite uh, dish of who in Clue? I was trying to remember who. It was the crazy one. lady with the glasses. Oh, that was... Uh, Miss Peacock. Miss Peacock, yep. yeah. A favorite dish of Miss Peacock. Yes. That's who it was. A Cantonese cuisine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love these specials. Most importantly, because I remember in school, we watched it every Thanksgiving. So it got you out of an hour of class. Now, granted, I was, this is second, third, fourth grade. So it's not like you're really doing school anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was mostly kind of like you did a little learning and then you kind of had to play or, you know, just quiet time or whatever. Well, this is teachers were ready for the break and they were out of yeah, Fox. Yeah. So they rolled this in to make you watch to kill some time. Um, I, you know, I'll admit something a little weird here that I just dawned on me to remember. I used to be obsessed with that movie Clue when I was really little mm-hmm. and maybe like 10 or 11. And, you know, when I saw it for the first time and I used to eat cream cheese with chips and pretend it was monkey brains. Oh, shit. Like her, oh. Her, I, did, I was too stupid to realize how gross it actually was. Still too stupid. But yeah. <laughs> so next thing I'm thankful for. Did, did you just double dip that chip? Excuse me? You double dipped the chip. Double dipped? What, what, what are you talking about? You dipped the chip. You took a bite. And you dipped again. <laughs> I did not plan that segue at all. That was just something that popped into my <laughs> memories. But I probably double dipped a lot of the chips in my cream cheese monkey brains. But this is my uh, favorite part of Thanksgiving dinner. You, you get, you watch the parade, you get dressed, you pile in your dad's, you know, '88 Bronco, mm-hmm. and you drive to your uncle's house, and they have the spread they have prior to the meal, is an exquisite experience on itself. Yes. You got your cube cheeses. Your 15 varieties of crackers, chips, and the pimento dip. Do you ever have that? Oh, we would onion dip. Yeah, the the potato chips, the pimento dip, all the hors d'oeuvres. If you're lucky, the little hot dogs in a blanket. Ooh, I just had those. Starting with Thanksgiving through New Year's is hors d'oeuvre season. Yes. So it's it's when like company company starts selling them in the supermarket, like in the in the end caps, so you know to buy them. And there's always good maybe potato puffs, those little spinach filo dough things with feta cheese in them. There's so many good appetizers, and and you just run and just like you know, stuff yeah. yourself with little cube cheeses and crackers and chips, and you just you're just gorging like grazing mm-hmm. like a cow. Filling yourself up and, and soda is not off the table either. Yeah, you fill yourself up oh, with soda. This is going back then. I like presently this is what I still do. Oh yeah, so yeah. Not, this is what yeah, beer, it, the, the, the the activity hasn't left me. Yeah. I still that's how I still feed. Like and I I'll I'll do that before, before you know, rather than eating a meal at, anymore. Oh yeah. Yeah. The kitchen island is the greatest invention of all time. Oh yeah. It's, it's just, just a giant plate. 
Yeah, that's that's exactly uh, what my uncle had. He had like a large kitchen island, mm-hmm. and we you just walk around it and just uh, the, ch- the, the chips with the I'm sorry, the vegetables and the the, the ranch dip and uh, the or the onion dip and the whole the whole nine. And then you, there's that like you go and sit down somewhere on like a couch or a chair, and you happen to be next to an end table, and there just happens to be more chips and dip right there. And now oh, it's yeah. like set or just like for a you. bowl of holiday M and M's. Yeah, which now jelly beans. Yeah, which now mm. you never touch the holiday M and M's, but back mm. then, like you're eating that whole fucking bowl because oh, it's candy. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like, ah, uh, you know, yeah. you you put out the bowl yourself now, and and then you wind up throwing them away because mm. no one touched them. No, I'm an appetizer person easily. I'm yeah. Obviously, <laughs> you know, but. Yeah, if, if you said, hey, we're not going to have a meal. We're just going to put a bunch of shit out and just pick at it for the next couple hours. I'm game. I'll call it, we'll be a high end and call it tapas. Yeah. Well, yeah. But small plates. No, there's no small plate. It's a big plate. <laughs> a big plate of tapas. Plate. So, yeah, that was always, for me as a kid, uh, getting over and like getting the, the pre-meal. Like, the meal itself is fine, but to me, the pre-meal... Mm-hmm. You know, and you get as much soda as you can because eventually your mom's going to catch on and be like water or milk, you know, for for dinner. Yeah, I would always have milk at my at, with dinner. Yeah, so you'd have to suck down as much soda as you put because you I wasn't allowed at home. Mm-hmm. But you know, they'd have it out for the adults, and uh, you take in as much as you possibly could. Now it's strictly beer. <laughs> now it's strictly beer with every meal, which is probably still better for you than soda. Let's say. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I'm very thankful. For Thanksgiving appetizers and squeezer, your last a pick. Annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade today. Winds gusting up to 20 miles an hour battered some of the parade's giant balloons. Poor Rex the dinosaur was blown into a light pole and he popped open. And later a gust of wind blew Sonic the Hedgehog into another light pole. That guy sprung a leak and fell to the street, knocked over a lamppost. A child and a police officer were hit, slightly injured, but they're okay tonight. Ah, <laughs> uh, Sonic. Not a very good track record. No, but again, well, this is almost like a preamble to our Council yeah. Wars, the whole creation of Sonic. Do you know Sonic was originally supposed to have like, like a heavy metal goth look with spiked teeth and a busty girlfriend? I knew about the busty girlfriend. Mm. Yeah. They, that was, it came from Japan. They looked at this and they're like, no. <laughs> you got to sell this to kids. Right, yeah. Um, but Japan's like, yeah, we know, sell yeah. it to kids. <laughs> Um, we're going to sell her used underwear to the kids. <laughs> so, Sonic, and this is the big, well, this was also 93. So, this is in, like, the heat of the war, you know. And they pushed. It's about, it's the end. It's near yeah, the end. Yeah, but this is when they were just throwing money right, at right, it. Right. Just, and it was bitter and angry and aggressive. And Sonic was the first video game balloon to ever enter into a parade. There's only, like, four total. Like, Pikachu is one of them and some other shit that I don't remember. Uh but, uh, yeah, 93 was Sonic's first appearance. Not live on TV, mind you, because it was early in the parade that Sonic caught this uh, lamppost, and it came down, and it d- definitely it injured a cop, and it injured a kid. And they said well, they those were all right. things okay. with all, you know, with filled, with the, filled with air, yeah. and if they get loose, you could, they could probably take down a few things. Oh, yeah. they, well, they're carrying some force. They're, Sonic was 64 feet high and 26 feet wide. And then also don't forget, it's also like 20 feet off the ground. So this thing's like 80 feet. The top of this thing is like 80 feet up. These are enormous. And plus you're going through the streets of New York and it's a wind tunnel. Mm-hmm. You know, those buildings, you're just whipping through. Right. And uh, yeah, so 93, that happened. And it injured a cop. And uh, say what you want. I mean, 
for all, all those people, you can't, you can't have it both ways. When you say blue lives matter and you have one of your own, this methed up anthropomorphized and I, you know, just smashing into a lamppost and taking out a fellow cop. <laughs> and then 95, he does it again. He did it again in 95? Yeah, this was happened it, twice. Was it the shape of the balloon that was just too I, aerodynamic? I, I, think, I think it was just too big. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 93, but you never knew it watching. Yeah. Um, because they used test footage from 93. They had previous test footage, and they rolled that in, and they didn't mention, yeah, didn't mention anything about it. It wasn't until the news actually covered that this happened. Mm-hmm. If you were watching the parade, you had no clue. 94 went by um, without incident. Then in 95, again, hits another lamppost. I think it was the exact same lamppost, too. And this lamp is like, fuck you, Sonic. And was I'm, that Sonic's uh, last appearance in the parade? No. So, and then the asshole parade people, NBC, used footage from 1994 and rolled that in during the parade. And there was no mention that anything happened. Here, here look, I don't really care about... I'm not really interested in watching the parade. I like to see the balloons and some of the floats and stuff like that. But if you want ratings and you want people to watch, make an entire parade of just balloons popping. Mm. I will sit down and watch it. It's like a it NASCAR fanta- race. Yes. Yeah, just shredded balloons everywhere. You, there should be people just... They should have like a, a, a Thunderdome-like cage that they have to like maneuver through or some <laughs> shit like that. You know, like... Like a temple of doom for balloons. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll get on the line with some people. Get on the horn. Well, we could do people. that in our parade. When we yeah, have right, our, our awesome parade, parade. We, yeah. we can have like the tunnel of doom right. and you have to maneuver, right. you know, your fucking balloon. You can make it out alive. Razor, all this razor wire. Yeah. And you have to use it to float across a gap. Otherwise, you don't survive. Yeah. You have to have, you have to have consequences. Squeezers run. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, well, your macabre yeah, version of yeah. Thanksgiving's over. But, yeah, well, no, because he ran through 97. Oh, did he? Yeah, it wasn't until what happened was they passed new rules that he was too big. Like, mm-hmm. he was oversized, and they're like, no, more Sonic. That and the Sega Saturn. Yeah, <laughs> kind of died out. So they kind of put the kibosh um, that. And then he came, they made a new balloon in 2011 through 2014, and I believe he flew without incident then. Yeah. Which I'm Sonic sure they is had, still like, popular. Do you, there's still some girl I see around town. She dresses in all the Sonic stuff. You've seen her, right? Mm. We brought this up. Huh. She wears all the Sonic stuff, carries the Sonic dolls. The crazy lady that walks around with the stroller? Mm. She might. No, she's at, she's at certain games all the time. Man, oh, never mind. I don't get out much. You're there. You just are I, I'm, Yeah. All right. Well, that's my last thing I'm thankful for. 250 strands of light, 100 individual bulbs per strand for a grand total of 25,000 imported Italian twinkle lights. Hey! 25,000. 25. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for Thanksgiving being like the holdoff date for most people as to when they can start decorating for Christmas. Because I feel if Thanksgiving wasn't in between Halloween and Christmas, on November 1st, most people would start putting their shit up and cre- playing Christmas music. Thank you, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Did Abraham Lincoln create Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. there was really no thanks first Thanksgiving. Like, the pilgrims, they had a good harvest, and they had a meal, and that was it. Yeah. Like, there was no... 
Right. It wasn't like a big plan thing they were going to do. Yeah, every I know year. that, but I mean. Yeah, and then, and then, you know, Squanto the- eventually dies of like dysentery or some, or what they called Indian fever. Oh, yeah, it's a real tragic story. No one really makes it out in one piece. It's like a. It's like seven. Something you could really sink your teeth into. Yeah. <laughs> What's in the box? Gwyneth said. Uh, which. You know, I think Enchantress would prefer Gwyneth said in the box. We're discussing uh, Wes Anderson. He's got his new mm-hmm. uh, stop in the, in the style of Rankin Bass, which is, you know, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer mm-hmm. holiday specials. I thought you meant the guys that make the shirts. No. Okay. The Rankin Bass I holiday like specials. Uh, Wes Anderson is doing a movie that comes out in the end of March called The Isle. I-S-L-E, because I, I mumble. Isle of Dogs. Like, uh, like at a grocery store aisle? No, like an island. Like, well, I don't think it's just called the Island of Dogs. Well, it's Wes Anderson. It's whimsical. So the basic the plot is that J- the Japan's dog population is overridden. So they take some of the dog, a lot of the dogs, and put it on an island. And this kid goes to the island to recover his last dog. And the dogs speak English and are sound like hmm. uh, Bill Murray. Uh, um, wait, wait, wait. They sound like Bill Murray in a Wes Anderson movie. A Wes Anderson movie, like Bill Murray, uh, Brian Cranston, I believe, plays one. Ed Norton plays one. You know, Brian Cranston, uh, Jeff Goldblum. You know, his Wes Anderson's normal players. Yeah, but the the how awesome is that? That that that's that's your your go to crew. I know, right? He's like, got, fuck. but it's Wes Anderson. He can yeah. pull that off. So that uh, the dogs speak English, but they don't understand Japanese. So it's it looks. I saw the trailer. It looks because everyone it, I'll check it takes it place out. in Japan, but it's it's it looks whimsical. So we were talking about Wes Anderson and Gwyneth Paltrow and. Enchantress revealed she's not a fan. <laughs> That's why she didn't like Royal Tenenbaum. So she'd probably be thankful for going to say, well, it's in the box. Kevin Spacey turned out yeah, to be a lot worse than we he, all thought. Yeah, not, you thought he was creepy there. Yeah, and right. Like, yeah. Oh, man. If he would have he loved 14 year old Ryan, it's right for him. Just and, watching, like. You're like like a fish when your head is stuck in the door. <laughs> You're like a fish on the line. Yeah, he's just circling. That clover when my head's stuck the, in the, the electric fi- the, door. The, the, the fisherman pulls you up, and it's just the head because he already took the whole bottom half. <laughs> oh. Like ah oh. oh, shit, the shark got it before. Uh, Not that there's anything funny about the no, there's predators. Something. There's like a new creep per day, which yeah. we said earlier in the show. But who, is is there? A, oh, we should st- who. Should we start a pool? The Daily Creep alert. Who's yeah. next? I don't even want to do that. I'm because afraid because it's a lot of... Do I put myself on the list? <laughs> I don't think we've done anything at, like, no. at work. No. Just to each I'm, other on the podcast. Yeah, that's true. And, and I'm not going to file personal. yet. No, okay. So we're safe. Good. Uh, but yes, I am thankful for back on topic. Uh, you know, I don't mind Christmas decorations, but you have that barrier between Halloween and Thanksgiving yeah. to keep people from going nuts until then. But uh, after Thursday, all bets are off. See, I was going to try to do it in like the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And only because, one, it's a time thing. Like, I got a chance to do this now. And two, it's like, it's warm. I'd rather go up on the big well, metal ladder that's now. That's what the Enchantress's father does a huge light display in his house. Smart. So he starts in like, I think, August or September, you know. I bought a new ladder last year to put up my Christmas lights. I got one of those little giant guys. Yeah. Uh... The only thing I ever used it for was to fix a broken window on the back porch. So I bought it just to put up Christmas lights. Never put up Christmas lights. Are you going to put year. up Christmas lights this year? I'm going to try my damnedest. Because Squeezette's going to love it. It's for the kid. Yeah. yeah. And the photo op and all that. You got to do that shit. 
Well, that's all I've got. Yeah. Uh, we wish you a bountiful harvest and a thankful Thanksgiving. A thankful Thanksgiving? Yes. Sure. Is that, what you, is that how you wish people good Thanksgiving? Thankful. A, a, a bountiful harvest? A bountiful harvest. I don't harvest. think anyone harvests their own shit. Well, not around us? Yeah. Well, I've been seeing it happening all month, the harvest. Yeah, they harvest. Have, the, they harvest my that school one mono is crop the school and then I went, turn it into sugar. But say, no, yeah, no, no, so no. you participated. My high school in was built on a turkey farm. The Millennium Falcon. Yeah, the Millennium Falcon. If you, if you just Google uh, high school Millennium Falcon Google Maps, you'll see where I went to high school. It, it's funny when you see it, like on Instagram and stuff, all the people that jumping. In, it's like that's my high school. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Well, it was mine, but only for one year because that's the new high school. The yeah. school I went to previous to that was built on a turkey farm, Jandal's turkey farms. So we'd run cross country, you know, it's the only sport I could do running, it's easy. Uh, so we'd run through the turkey farms and you get that nice turkey shit smell mm-hmm. and it helps you plow through that run. But that's neither here nor there. Have a bountiful harvest and a thankful Thanksgiving. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer and for our front end loader. <laughs> yeah, that you're in the background. Have a good yeah. rat ears week. <laughs> <laughs>